This podcast is brought to you by PodPro Australia. Welcome to the My Business Podcast, where we sit down with local businesses and we talk about who they are, where they come from, and what inspires them to be in business. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the My Business Podcast. Today, I'm excited to introduce a powerhouse of empowerment and transformation, Dr. Alphine Varghese. She's not just a seasoned medical doctor, but also founding director of EVE, which stands for Equip, Enable and Empower, and the co-founder of the Varghese Consultancy. Now, from treating patients on three continents to empowering women to find their true identity, Dr. Alphine's journey is nothing short of inspirational and inspiring. Alphine, welcome to the My Business Podcast. Thank you, Adam. It's wonderful to be here. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. Now, Alphine, many might wonder, how does a doctor who started off in India transition into becoming an empowerment coach? What sparked this journey for you? It started back in 2012, didn't it? Yes, it did. Um, We started our own medical center in 2012. With that came a lot of responsibilities. um, And one of them was looking after our patients um, and our staff holistically. So with seeing patients, um, I've realized that not many of them presented with physical symptoms. A lot of their physical symptoms were based on emotional trauma that they had undergone. And I found it hard to um, to deal with it because I could clearly see it wasn't physica- a physical problem, but it was very difficult for them to understand the emotional basis of it. Sure. Um, and so I, um, I probably undertook this journey of discovering how to become a coach from that perspective because I realized that a lot of women who were struggling um, needed a good coach. And out of that journey of seeing all these women suffering and struggling unnecessarily in my in my perspective, I went to America and completed my John Maxwell certification of coaching and mentoring. Um, and that's how I started putting that into practice. So I started coaching women separately and um, yeah, and doing that on a one on one basis and realized the difference that it made in their lives. And that kind of spurred me on to keep going. That's so intriguing that you, as a medical doctor who looks for physical symptoms and, you know, I, I guess I'm generalising, but then looks for a, a medical type uh, cure or treatment, yeah. usually along the, 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 in the realms of, of drugs and so forth, yeah. to be seeing that things could be treated from a, from a psychological point of view and an, an emotional point of view. And for you to take that, that shift, I find that fascinating. Yeah, it's um, it's actually it actually started when I was working in a mission hospital or a few mission hospitals in rural India, and there were a lot of women presenting with physical symptoms. And you know, you test them and you you diagnose them with a certain medical condition and you treat them, and they still keep coming back with the same symptoms. And that's when you start thinking, is there something else going on here? And I think from when I graduated and worked in the mission hospitals in rural India to moving to Scotland and then to Australia, I realized that there was the same kind of presentation in women, whether it was a woman in rural India who was completely illiterate, had never had um, any education at all, to a woman in Australia who was a a lawyer or a doctor or an empowered, what I would call an empowered uh, woman. 
suffering with the same or struggling with the same issues. And that kind of got me thinking um, outside the box. And that's when I started looking into coaching. Wow. So yeah, you have worked across three continents, even yes. UK, um, Australia and, and India being the, the countries. How are those diverse experience influenced your approach to empowerment and leadership training, especially for, for women? Um, I think it was a stark contrast in many ways, but also similar in, in so many ways. Um, women all over the world um, believe and think the same way. Whether you are an empowered, a so-called professional woman working full-time, own a company, CEO, to a woman who is a laborer in rural India, to a professional working woman in India as well, or in the UK. Women all over struggle with the same kind of doubts and same kind of challenges. It may vary depending on the degree to where they are based and based on their environment, mm -hmm. um, but otherwise it's basically the same. Wow. It's basically the same. So if you, I believe, and that's why I think women's empowerment, I'm, I'm so passionate about it because I believe that a woman, when in, in a family, if a woman is empowered, the whole family is empowered. Whereas if a woman is insecure or disempowered, it impacts the whole family. Um, and so it's not just one family, it's a community that you're actually mm. serving by empowering a, a woman because there's a lot of talk going out about women's empowerment and it being that women are are not just equal but are stronger than men and can do everything on their own. But I believe that women have certain roles to, to do and they will do that beautifully because that's in their nature and men have a role to play as well. And so when men and women stand together and work as the yin and the yang, it works beautifully. One cannot sustain the, com the society or com community without the other. And I, I hear what you're saying there too, especially around, uh, well, you see in movies, in all sorts of areas of life, that, yeah. that if there's a very strong matriarch of, yeah. a, of a family, yeah. a strong female, she's the glue. Yes. She holds everything together. She actually creates the culture of the family. Absolutely. And she empowers everyone. And I mm. think that is true empowerment where you are so confident and comfortable being yourself that you can actually empower or allow others to be in their own identity rather than being under you. And I think that is true empowerment. Fantastic. So EVE is, is what you do. Yes. It, uh, it stands for Equip, Enable, Empower. So EVE is, does actually stand for E for emancipation, oh, emancipation, V for value, and E for excellence. And then it what it does is it equip, enable, and empowers you. It's a bit convoluted. Oh, I it's see. Just, there's two EVEs there's there. Two. So EVE and EEE. -E -E. So EVE um, does... In, you know, involve being emancipated from your past, finding your values and living by those values. Yeah. Um, and yeah, of course, living a life of excellence. And how we do it is we use all of those three aspects of Eve and then we equip, enable and empower you to live a life of excellence. Now, this is my chance to jump in with my dad joke that I generally drop in somewhere. <laughs> I'm but already we, laughing. We, we, we have to call this podcast Adam and Eve. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Why not? Why not, Adam? <laughs> uh, so, look. Delve deeper into those three pillars for me. Explain their significance in personal growth. Sure. So with emancipation, like 
um, look, all of us go through experiences, right? As children, young adults, teenagers, we all come into adulthood carrying a certain amount of baggage. The amount of luggage we carry is a bit different, but all of us come to adulthood with a bit of luggage. Absolutely. Now, some of us are smart enough to leave the baggage behind and move on, while others carry the luggage, whether it's trauma from childhood or something that someone said could be something as trivial, relationship or something more severe and traumatic. We all end up carrying a bit of baggage. Again, the degree of yeah, that that kind of varies a bit. But emancipation is basically looking at your childhood programming and talking about what is it about the past or your childhood that you're still carrying with you. I've seen adult women behave as children when it comes to a situation. And then you wonder why are they behaving? Why are they um, displaying those childhood traits? And then you realize you go back to their childhood. There was a certain event that happened or certain events that happened at that particular stage in life and they've kind of had a stunted growth since then it could have been when they were 12 Mm. and so their expression of behavior now as an adult is that of a 12 year old and so that got me to look at emancipation and realize that there is a definite need to emancipate yourself from your past and that's what e from the eve stands for the v stands for value there are two aspects to that value is one What are the values in your life? Is it family? Is it social security? Is it finance? Is it career? Is it your professional life? What is it that you value the most? Because how you live life is very much based on those values. And the second aspect of the value is what is the value that you place on yourself? It's so important that you don't either devalue you or overestimate your value and get that balance right in order to live your life with excellence. And the third aspect is, yes, obviously excellence, how you move out of mediocrity and live a life of excellence in all aspects of your life, no matter what you do. Excellence doesn't mean you're achieving heights that you aspire to, but you're not programmed to achieve. So everyone's got their own strengths and limitations, and that's how you you work through those and then live a life of excellence. Fantastic. I love it. Now, your your story, it really does speak of resilience, especially during the challenges post your, your thyroid surgery. Yes. How did your personal struggles mould your mindset and what message would you want to convey to others who are maybe going through similar battles? I think I was very clear about my identity, doing all that I had done till then. Um, while I'm working with clients, I'm also working on myself. I was—I I don't claim to be perfect at all. I'm—I'm I'm also a work in progress. Um, so I think from be, from my past experiences, watching people live life with so much strength, I was inspired by my patients. There were so many patients who had so many struggles, and I—I um, I would have probably crumbled under those um, under those storms, but they just carried on with the resilience that inspired me. So when I fell unwell, my only thought was, this is not the end. This is just a pause. This is just a place where I've got to rest and I still have lots to do. So I think I lived with hope and I had a lot of faith. I'm a spiritual person. I believe that God created me for a purpose and I'm going to fulfill that purpose. And this is just a glitch. Can you explain what that what that time was like for you and what you were going through at that particular time? Um, look, when I was, when during my worst phase, I was lying in bed and I needed my husband to help me. Ajit was helping me to turn in bed. That was my worst phase. But during that phase even, I realized that it was a flu. 
I told myself, this is how it is when you get the flu. You're just having a prolonged flu. That's it. And I kept telling myself that this is it. It is not permanent. Um, and the ability to even make myself a cup of tea was 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 a celebration. Was a win. Was a mm. win. It was a celebration. So, yep, I I didn't share much of it with everyone at that stage because I feel it dilutes your strength. That's just my personal opinion. I feel um in that in that deepest moments of your storms, turn to God, turn to your spiritual whatever your spirituality, and dig deep into your faith and get the strength from there rather than um, focusing on people. Mm. I've got lovely friends. I've got a great family, but I didn't want to load them with the burden because the ability with which I looked at my storm was different from how they would perceive it. And it was important that they don't get crushed with that information. Wow. Yeah. So insightful. You you mentioned your husband. Yes. Who's also a doctor. Yes. Dr. Ajit Bhagis. Yes. Now, he's been a, a driving force in your journey as well, hasn't he? Absolutely, yes. How crucial in your view is it to have such a supportive partnership in maybe both you know, your personal and professional realms? Look, I've been extremely blessed to have um, Ajit as my friend and husband, um, and we do business together as well. So we're kind of 24 hours <laughs> spending time together. Um, look, it was it's never been an easy journey. As with every relationship, we've all got our own personalities. We've got our behavioral styles and we're very different to each other. At the same time, we're very similar. I think our values are very similar. And I think that's important when you do find someone whom you want to spend the rest of your life with. It's important that your basic values of your family, of your society and you know of your contribution to the community, those basic values have to be really etched in cement and concrete. And then you can work out your differences of behavioral styles. Sure. And yep. speaking of that, yep. I saw both of you in a presentation recently. Oh, yes. yes. I didn't did. want to mention this. So another area of business that you do together, yes. um, which I think Ajit heads up, is um, disc profiling. Yes. Can you tell me a little bit about that and the benefits to um, you know businesses or individuals to, to be using that? Sure. So disc profiling is a behavioral analysis tool. It um, The DISC stands for four different characteristics or behavioral styles. And with that, um, with that questionnaire that you get, you've got, I think it's about 10, 15 minutes, you do a questionnaire and you actually get an understanding of who you are, what are your strengths, your limitations, and how you cope under pressure and under stress. And it also gives you information on how you can unlearn a few of your behavioral styles and learn how to communicate and connect better. So it helps you both personally and professionally. Um, and not one of us can be put into a box, and that's that's the understanding of DISC, that you could be a little bit of the D, I, S, or C, or you could be a, a variant of the a few of the other styles. So yeah, it's a it's an individual behavioral style profiling, and we found immense um, yeah benefit from using it for our clients. I use it for my coaching for some of my clients as well. Now, you must be in a very unique position here, Alphine, in that you're a certified coach, speaker, mentor, and still a practicing doctor. Yes, not at this point. Not at no. this point, no. but a qualified, very experienced doctor. So yes. you can come at your coaching job from all sorts of different angles and have so much knowledge. I throw in the disc profiling knowledge. Yeah, exactly. How do you balance all those? And do you think it does give you an, a unique perspective that perhaps a lot of other 
coaches don't have who have only been trained in one particular area? Look, I believe everyone's got a role to play in every situation. And I don't, um, although what you said was very kind, Adam, thank you for that. I don't consider myself um, any different in a way of promoting myself. I, I just believe that I've had a lot more experience dealing with people on a one-on-one basis as a doctor. And I've seen people live lives more closely than probably a coach who's been coaching people or clients for a long time. So I think that perspective is there because over I graduated in 93 so in the last 25 to 30 years I've seen so many people and I'm and I'm such a and I'm a people's person so I get into the nitty-gritty details of life and I want to know why they are you know why they do what they do and why they behave in a particular way I you could catch me sitting in a cafe and observing people because I love to see why people walk a certain way how do they behave how do they communicate like all of that intrigues me so I think all that experience and um, observance has helped me become a better coach than I would have probably been if I just did coaching. Yes. And I think another thing that I'm going to add here is your humility as well, oh, Alphine, you. and you know your energy as well, which I can just feel, and I'm sure our listeners or anyone watching on YouTube can as well. So, look, explain to me the concept behind From Stress to Empowered Living and who would benefit most from that course that you do offer. It's interesting, Adam. Stress has become such a dominant factor in our life, isn't it? I mean, two out of three people will tell you that they are stressed at any given Mm. point, at any stage in their life. And I think post-COVID, we've all been extremely, um, we've been through a lot, whether we are an entrepreneur, whether we are a business owner, whether we're an employee who's been forced to work from home and now has been told to go back to face-to-face working environments. So all of that, and children and students and university students, like you name it, they've all had stress. So I think um, that particular module is amazing because it's so basic in helping someone understand the presence of stress in their life. Like most people would continue doing things because they don't realize they're stressed. But if you stop and take a questionnaire, you realize how stressed you are. And then how to use that awareness to to become more self-aware of the triggers that stress, the you know, triggers of stress, and then use that information to avoid those triggers or to deal with those triggers and then take action and move on with life. Because our life is such a beautiful gift. And you don't realize it till you've actually lost certain aspects to it. Um, So it's about not getting overwhelmed with stress, but it's about identifying stress as a problem, treat it, act upon it, and then move on to live a life of excellence. Absolutely. Because it's interesting that you bring that that up too, because life is a gift and it goes so quickly. Absolutely. I had someone I heard explain it the other day. It's like when you're on that train and you're just seeing things go by yep. and, and it's so quick and isn't it? that one moment you look back and it's gone it's way in the distance and yep. you've moved on and you can never get that that moment absolutely. back yep. so absolutely. I've had a look at your website you've got a, a number of different offerings I, explain to our listeners you know the offerings you do have as a as an empowerment coach so um, I actually got all of that organized into the website when I was unwell and didn't know couldn't do face-to-face coaching at all um, so I had a virtual assistant, who Maria, who compiled all of it and put it together as modules. And um, I was so blessed by her because with the limited energy I had, I could just write an email and tell her all that I wanted and she would get it all sorted for me. So there are modules um, in terms of 
unlearning your childhood programming. There's modules about how to move out of mediocrity and live a life of excellence. There's also the module that you mentioned, you know, from stress to empowered living. There's also an e-book for all of these modules. And then I've got a 30-day um, everyday affirmation on, um, yeah, that you can use for 30 days just to help you um, yeah, live a life of excellence. Sure. And then you do one-on-one coaching? I do one-on-one coaching as well. And yes. group coaching as well or just the one-on-one? Just one-on-one. Okay. We do a lot of um, masterminds. So I, I do a lot of masterminds for cer- certain um, in certain areas of growth. I do masterminds, but I do one-on-one coaching and I also do the DISC um, coaching as well. Fantastic. So I'm going to put you on the spot here. If you had to describe the ess- essence of your empowerment coaching in, let's say, three sentences or less. Okay. How would you do it? Um, I think I would start by saying one is get clarity about yourself. The first C would be coaching, would be get clarity about yourself. Two is stop comparing yourself with others. And three, get competent in what you want to do. Love it. Love it. That's three. I could do another seven, but I'll stop with three. <laughs> no, go for it. Give me another. Give me another three. Another three. Okay. So you've been. You've got clarity. You're stopping yourself from comparing, and you've you're um, competent, and then you become confident of who you are. You also have to be at the same time quite content. Now, content, being content is very. It's a double-edged sword. You can be content with who you are and live a life of mediocrity, but and it also means being content with your with today and not spending today being worried about tomorrow so that's it's it's you've got to be careful about the word content and finally the last one is commitment commitment to growth because unless you commit to growth yeah you can't live a life of excellence fantastic now how do people get in touch i'm sure there's plenty of listeners out there plenty of people watching this now who want to know more want to have a look at those modules want to get in touch and talk to you about coaching how do people get in touch Alfine? look the easiest way is to go through my website it's alfinevergies.com very simple okay um, spell that for us so a l f e n v a r g h e s e.com.com alfinvergies.com is probably the easiest way to go or you can contact me through facebook i've got my professional page it's dr alfin vergies or instagram dr alfin vergies so get in touch i mean what an enlightening conversation alfin thank you for sharing your wealth of knowledge and experience with me and all of the listeners today so if you're seeking to transform find value in yourself and step into your excellence dr alfin vergies's courses might just be what you are looking for remember empowerment starts from within and with the right guidance it is achievable and you can make incredible change so make sure you check out uh, check out her courses. Uh, the links will be in our uh, our show notes. But until next time, keep growing and keep empowering. And Dr. Alphine Bugis, thank you for joining me on the My Business Podcast. It was an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Adam. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thanks for listening to the My Business Podcast. If you want to be on our podcast, please reach out to the team on all our socials at mybusiness.pod.